Welcome to the Between the Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, September 14th, 2020. Hope that you all are doing well. Hope that you've had a great weekend. To those of you all who are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I ask that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. For those of you all that are returning Thank you so much for your continued support. Whether you are new or whether you are returning, I want to ask that you make sure that you share this episode and share any other episode that you might be listening to of the podcast as we continue to spread the good name and the good word of the Between the Dream podcast. Look, I am so excited. Um, I told you all at the top of the month in September that I was going to have a ton of content and that you'd probably get more out of me this month than you would in, you know, maybe three to four months combined, just because there's so much to talk about. So as I stated earlier in the month, September is uh, Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. We just came out of the week, uh, the actual week that is dedicated to suicide prevention awareness. And then um, uh, September 10th was National, I'm sorry, World Suicide Prevention Day. So uh, big stuff happening. Uh, I got a chance to actually um, speak as the keynote for uh, Premier Blue Cross this past September 10th as their speaker for Suicide Prevention uh, Day. And it was phenomenal. Um, And a lot of great questions, a lot of great conversation. As we continue to move through, I just want to simply give off some things that will help you all in the process when it comes to being a part and being an advocate in prevention. So this week, I've got some stuff that was already planned, and I'm actually going to end up having a conversation for tomorrow's episode that was not planned, but that I think is so important when we talk about prevention. It will focus around comments that were made by Skip Bayless on Undisputed last week that I think are, it's a learning lesson. A lot of people were very upset and understandably so, but I think it's a learning lesson. And so that will be tomorrow's episode. I guess you can call it a bonus. But for today, I want to take this episode to quickly talk to you all about some effective acts that can help in suicide prevention, right? One of the things that I've been telling people is that, you know, it is not Uh, this concept of we are preventing suicide by reaching people who are at their worst, who are sitting on a train platform or on the bridge and they're getting ready to jump. That is not where the prevention normally happens. Like those are the rare cases where we get a chance to, in a moment's time, just really lay it on the line to help somebody else. But I'm talking about the day-to-day prevention, right? And so I've got six or seven points for you that I'm going to give you all today when it comes to effective acts to help in suicide prevention. Um, And like I said, take these, learn from them, use them and share this so that other people can know. And so the first thing I want to give you all, and I think it's so important to understand just to kind of lay some groundwork, is that suicidal thoughts and feelings are not one size fit all. Therefore, we've got to become more aware of those close to us. Right. And this is I think this one is so important. Um. Last week, my challenge to um, the group at Primera was to uh, lean in closer, take a step closer when it comes to being aware of the people around you because of the fact that what we tend to have happen a lot of times is not uh, is not always a thing of just checking in to see how you're doing. But I think it's those moments and times of awareness um, and, and not just for people close to us, but the people around us. Right. When we talk about systems that have been created, when we talk about change of behaviors from systems that have been created from, you know, um, 
maybe different encounters and occurrences that they have with different people or problems every day, right? And so because it's not one size fits all, because we don't necessarily know what a trigger might look like for one person or what, you know, um, a, a, a moment of trauma might look like for the other, it's important for us to make sure that we are intentional in our relationships, right? So I just want to encourage you all um, to talk openly and don't be afraid to ask direct questions such as, are you thinking about suicide, right? If you've noticed last week, we talked about warning signs, right? And so let's say, for instance, you are picking up and you see some of those warning signs. I, I, I want to encourage you as you've identified those, you know, maybe those bad sleeping patterns or habits, or maybe you've noticed that they are a lot less engaged. Maybe you notice that their their conversation is more doom and gloom. Maybe they've mentioned, you know, their purpose and not necessarily being here on earth. If, if it's something like that, I want to encourage you to talk openly and do not be afraid to ask those kind of direct questions like, are you thinking about suicide? Have you been questioning you know, your own life or whatever the case might be. I think that a lot of times we we tend to have this uh, thought process that, you know, by doing this, maybe we're triggering them or maybe it's going to lead to something bad. And here's the reality. It's not. Um, I've noticed more and more that people appreciate the honesty and the upfrontness early on, right? So during these kind of conversations, I want you to make sure you're doing a few things. The first thing I want you to make sure you're doing is to stay calm and speak in a reassuring tone. One of the things that we tend to have happen, obviously, in the conversation of suicide, and and definitely if it's somebody that you know and that you're close with or that you care about, it can be very, very easy to... Um, to kind of lose it sometimes, or maybe you get really emotional um, in, in that raw kind of response because what you're hearing, maybe it's shocking you, or maybe it's, you know, it's causing you to be frustrated because it's like, oh my God, why didn't you say something ahead of time? Or, you know, I wish I would have known, right? One of the things that we tend to do a lot of times because we are, um, you know, reactionary in our beings and in our nature as humans is that we can emotionally respond in a way that isn't necessarily always the calmest or it isn't reassuring. And in those moments where we're not coming forth in a reassuring tone, um, we don't know the effect that that's having on the, the person who is actually opening up to us, right? So it could be a thing of them maybe feeling that, hey, this might be a time for me to finally say something. And in the moment of saying something, um, as soon as they do, you know, our response sometimes can actually be, uh, a, a piece that could cause them to close back up. So I just want to encourage the idea of staying calm, the action of staying calm and speaking in a reassuring tone, reassuring tone, understanding that even though it is a highly tense conversation, it can be very scary. Things will be okay. Do not forget that in the moment that you have them in this space, you have them in what I like to call an open door that will allow the opportunity for healing and change. The second thing I want you all to do is to acknowledge that their feelings are legitimate. Now, hear me when I say this, and I've talked about this in episodes before around different conversations of mental health. It's important to acknowledge that what they feel are legitimate because a lot of times it's it's easy to just say, oh, no, well, you know, you don't no need to feel like that because that's not true. Like, no, they're feeling it and they're feeling it for a reason. Now, hear me, even though what they're feeling is legitimate from a standpoint of, hey, I'm feeling this. It doesn't necessarily mean that the thing that they are feeling is true to their person in their life. That is a conversation that we can have and that we can have with them later on 
But I want to encourage you all to not shut them down in the immediate moment as they're letting you know what they're feeling, right? What they feel in their heart is legit. So it's not just going to be a thing of, oh, just toughen up or, oh, just suck it up or, um, oh, just just find motivation and you'll be fine. Like, it's not that easy. It's not like that, right? And we don't want them to feel like, hey, I'm opening up and I sound like an idiot because of it, right? We want to acknowledge that what they feel is legitimate and in that we are here to um, help and love on them in those moments with what they are feeling. The next thing that I think is so important as we talk about this, and I want to say that this will be our third step in this conversation. After we acknowledge that their feelings are legitimate, we've got to make sure that we offer support and encouragement, right? And offering support and encouragement can be so helpful um, because a lot of times for people who find themselves either being suicidal, maybe having some of the thoughts, maybe they're looking into it, trying to just figure the whole thing out. One of the things that you will find um, is that Support is not something that's always felt. The idea that they are loved, that they are cared for um, is not always there. And of course, you know, when you open up about suicide, it's not always a thing of encouragement from the people that you might be sharing with, you know, whether that be from the fact that, you know, it's a family member that thinks that, oh, you're just being too dramatic, or maybe it's a person that says, oh, you just want attention. I want to encourage you all to take that time to understand how strong your impact is in moments of support and encouragement. The next thing that I think is so important for us to be able to do in times like this is to tell them that help is available and that they can feel better with treatment, right? One of the things that happens for many people who deal with mental health issues of all types, but definitely when we talk about suicide, is that it is very easy for them to want to stay in a bubble, want to stay closed up, maybe not want to talk. And a lot of the time it has to do with the fact that, hey, it could be a thing of I don't want to be judged for opening up. I don't want to be judged for saying something. Um, Sometimes it's an attack of pride where it's like I'm just too proud to say anything because I don't want people to think I'm weak or to talk about me. Right. And so I think it's important that we encourage these moments and times where we have these conversations and we do what we're supposed to do um, to you know, step up to the plate and encourage a treatment, encourage help, encourage the fact that it's not just a thing of um, some shrink who's going to be looking at your life or that's going to be judging you, right? Like that is not the purpose of therapy. That is not the purpose of, you know, seeking out help. That is not what it's about. It, it is literally about being able to have a support system there that can really give you what you need in those moments and times. And I know that a lot of times early on until we can get people to believe that it can be very hard, but it is a real thing. And then the final thing that I want to encourage you all to do when it comes to this episode and just helping to reduce um, or, or help in the suicide prevention piece, excuse me, my final point is that we take the time to learn how to reduce um, lethal means and specifically access to lethal means, right? Moments or, or spaces and areas where people can find certain things that will help them 
in a moment where they feel like suicide is the answer, right? For the parents who might be listening into this or the friends who might be listening into this or the child who might be listening into this. Um, it's important that we make sure that we are, you know, keeping, you know, harmful items, weapons out of the way, right? The, the medicine that is easy to overdose. All of these things are important, right? When we talk about lethal means, um, anything that would allow an opportunity for one to potentially inflict self-harm, um, it's important that we reduce that kind of access, that we keep it out of sight, out of mind, and out of the way, right? Guys, these are simple, effective things that you could do on a day-to-day basis to help when you are in the battle to try and be proactive in prevention, right? And to help in the moment's time where maybe a friend or a loved one or maybe somebody that you don't really know well needs it, but you just so happen to be the person in that moment where, hey, you are the opportunity that they that they need and you're the blessing that could be, you know, critical And so just a quick recap for you all, and I want to give you these points all over again. First is learn to talk openly and directly, right? Remembering that um, when we talk about suicide, it's not a one size fits all. So we've got to pay better attention to those around us. We got to make sure that we are being mindful of the people in our space, the people that we love, and then the people that we don't even know as well, right? Super important, right? Learning to talk openly and directly. Second thing we got to do is stay calm in conversation. Stay calm. It could be a high emotional time. There are definitely going to be thoughts running wild, and I understand that. But we've got to stay calm, talk in a reassuring tone. The third thing is acknowledge that their feelings are legitimate. Even though what they feel might not be true to their person, suicide obviously is not their only way out. It's not their answer. But at the same time, you don't want to take away from the fact that what they feel when it comes to potentially being suicidal or being depressed or dealing with anxiety. You don't want to take away from the fact that those are real feelings. and We've got to be able to help them to that so that one day we can actually show them that even though the feeling itself was legitimate from the fact that they are feeling it and facing it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's true to their person in their life. The fourth point, you want to make sure that you're offering support and encouragement. It goes such a long way for them. And I think that we need to remember how beneficial it can be. And then finally, We need to make sure that we're reducing access to any kind of lethal means, anything that could be of harm and and hurt to um, the people around us or, you know, in the moments and times uh, uh, for the people that we do or don't know. And I just want to encourage you all with this. You're doing a great job. We can all continue to learn and grow and do better and be better. And I, I know that we have the capacity to with continual help and support and just being community we have a great opportunity to make sure that we are doing what we need to do on our part to be a part of the solution when we talk about prevention, when we talk about making sure that everything that's going on around us right now, um, we're being effective in in the acts of helping with suicide prevention. Hey, make sure that you are following me on social media, Jr. on Instagram. Facebook is Richard L. Taylor Jr. Same on LinkedIn as well. Twitter is at truly Taylor made. And of course, my website is uh, richardtaylorjr.com. Make sure you check out the new website. We did some updates 
You can access the podcast from there now. I've got brand new merchandise, right? Two new items that just released last week. The first is a hoodie um, that I love. It's a sweated hoodie, a sweatshirt hoodie, excuse me, and comes in three different colors. Um, stronger than, I'm sorry, uh, purpose greater than suicide. And then we've got three shirts in three different colors, and that is stronger than my struggle. Make sure you check it out, richtaylorjr.com. As always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Peace.